what up? Dominate 2. BDE Dollars and Smoke and Chill present Dominate 2. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's a beautiful day out here in Atlanta, man. It's a great time to be alive. We ain't lost a lot this year. But that's because we ain't scared to risk it all. You can't be scared to risk it all, man. You gonna get it back. Now listen. Be smart with your risk. Be a businessman about yours, man. Shout out to O'De Niro. Talk to him, O. Tell him what it's like out here. Dominate 2. BDD Dollars, Heartland Hip Hop. I'm the founder. Let's get it, O. Yeah. Can't be scared to take a risk. Can't be scared to take a risk. Cause it might be hit or miss. Say a prayer, make a wish. I was whipping up a dish. Acrobatic with the wrist. A whole team getting rich. Can't be scared to take a risk. Can't be scared to take a risk. Can't be scared to take a risk. Cause it might be hit or miss. Say a prayer, make a wish. I was whipping up a dish. Acrobatic with the wrist. My whole team getting rich. Can't be scared to take a risk. I was coming from the main spot. Build it up, what's the main part? Build it up, what's the main plot? Still playing when the game stop. You can catch me in the same spot. Same spot with your main thought. Ass dropping like the raindrops. Won't stop, bitch, I can't stop. Me and Sparks, the new gay star. This is the story of a gangsta. We was moving in that Chrysler. Man, I told you not to wife her. Man, I told you she a shyster. But you niggas never listen. Gucci frames clear the vision. Why I'm counting up my digits Never scared, just with pads Man, I'm fresh, just the feds Getting back to the bread, yeah Bitch, you heard what I said Can't be scared to take a risk Can't be scared to take a risk Cause it might be hit or miss Say a prayer, make a wish I was whipping up a dish Acrobatic with the wrist My whole team getting rich Can't be scared to take a risk Can't be scared to take a risk Can't be scared to take a risk Cause it might be hit or miss Say a prayer, make a wish Trap, trap all night. I was strapped all night. I was hustling to the daylight. Yeah, I'm just trying to get my pay right. But my niggas don't play right. When we pull out the K right, ain't no standing in my way, right? I just landed in the A. Take a chance, make a play. 12 trying to take the bag. I'm just trying to make a way. She just trying to make me stay. I got no time to waste. I'm just changing on my swag. Sky guy with the jet lag. No, I took a couple setbacks. No, I had to get that check back. Huh. Got me breaking down that whole pack. Got, Got me, me breaking down that whole pack. I can show you how to move that. Young nigga, I improve that. Showing proof that pack. I never lose. Ooh. Young nigga, get dope to the end. Then you know that these hoes choose. Can't be scared to take a risk. Yeah. Can't be scared to take a risk. Can't be scared to take a risk. Say a prayer, make a wish. I was whipping up a dish. Acrobatic with the wrist. My whole team getting rich. Can't be scared to take a risk. Okay. Can't be scared to take a risk. Okay. Can't be scared to take a risk. Okay. Let's get it, man. It's your man, BDD Dollars, a.k.a. God damn, the nigga, did you just hear that shit? Bring that yep. shit all the way the fuck back. Yep. run that back. Run that back. Heartland hip-hop. Get all the cuts, nigga. Back at it again. Hold on, hold on. Right in the motherfucker back. I'm digging that one, you dig. Toledo Torpedo. Toledo yes, Torpedo. The baby mama's baby favorite mama's DJ. Favorite. DJ. Yo. Baby daddy, your name. You don't fuck up. Hard name. You know who it is.
You already know what's going on. What up, chat? Chat, what's what up? What up, chat? What up, chat? What up? Chat, what up? You what y'all boys West? on? What y'all girls and gals? What y'all boys and gals on, man? What y'all doing? What y'all got going on? It's the Toledo Torpedo. Hey, I, t- I finally... Guess what name was available on the internet that I did not realize? What? What? Badass Yellow Boy. Hey. So, you can follow me. Uh, my One of my pages is called the badass yellow boy that shit is available to a king i'm so excited about that i would you would think that the badass yellow boy would have been taken away right yeah i thought that i thought for sure that wouldn't be one of the names that you could get like that would have that would have been one of them names that cost more than twenty dollars that's nice you know how you go back you a little url that boy got that boy costs a lot of money you go back you a website the, the, the domain costs so much money hell yeah so, shout out to this K-Camp appreciation, too. Hey. Yes, sir. Where the lighter at? Over here. Yeah. Oh, no, check that. Here That's uh, actually one of the first people that showed me love when I came down to Atlanta. K Camp showed me love, mad love when word, I first came. Word. Yeah, All right, so, man. All I right. t- so I got us. I gave my sister. She actually got this hoodie. Yeah. She may not even know why she got this hoodie, but I gave. I had a Slum Lords hoodie. Yeah, uh, and I had a couple of them, and right. I used. To, I got this uh, picture on my gram where I'm, I'm giving out um, boxes of CDs for Sire to keep kids soon right then i had k camp um cds in this box Man. i remember i had like k camp had these little balls that you press yeah you want, like the stress reliever balls yeah so i've been doing it for a while been out here in these streets been out here in these streets a hot shout to the hi-hat king shout, yeah king, shout to hi-hat king in this bitch what up man hi-hat king was on the podcast with red sparks wasn't he? yeah that's my guy that's my guy, Hi Hat King. He was actually when I had him on the podcast. We were talking about uh, King Von at the time. Wow! And I remember telling Hi Hat Hi Hat King that uh, King Von is probably the scariest dude in the whole industry. You think so? Just in terms of what he was about to do, he was about to. He was like Gucci Man 06. That's where he reminded me of. <laughs> he he was on no way. Me. Yes, he so was on no way. I was scared. I, I was I was frightened. I, I was fucking with his whole energy, his whole campaign. I, but I was like, yo, 
Let me not say too much about King Von, man. Rest in man, peace to King rest Von. In, rest in peace, man. That's, that's so crazy. So crazy. What up, Street Money Snow? Ride for the fam. Hey. B. Diddy. Run the city. This is Mr. Green Thumbs Freestyle. Uh. Mr. Green Thumbs. Mr. Green Thumbs. That's that cushion, that paper. Mr. Green Thumbs. Mr. Green Thumbs. Mr. Green Thumbs. It's that cushion, that paper, Mr. Green Thumbs. Got the green thumbs going off. Yeah, you know I ain't going soft. B Diddy and I'm going hard. Ten miles in the fucking yard. Uh, ten miles in the fucking yard. That means I got ten miles in a yard. That's about ten grand in about three dollars worth, three feet of paper. Mr. Green Thumbs, gotta count through it. Might get to it later. Gotta go to the club, holla at Funky. He gave me the tea. 50 milligrams, I'm about to be on sleepy. About to sip this tea, about to sip the henny, about to roll the green, about to podcast, gotta make it last. Be fucking Diddy, I'm on your fucking ass. It's the Teal Torpedo, the badass yellow boy. About to spit this shit, yo bitch love my almond joy. That's the chocolate with the nuts, and I put it on her butt. B Diddy fucking dollars, I'm the biggest fucking fuck. Fuck I, it's like Popeye. Got that spinach on me, and you ain't gotta try. Cause you know who I am, I'm from the land. That's that 419, that's some flatlands. Backstreet baby, you don't wanna play me. It's me fucking Diddy. <laughs> Let's go. They don't know what's going on, man. It's your boy, B. Diddy Dollars. The Toledo Torpedo, a.k.a. the Badass Yellow Boy, your baby mama's favorite DJ. John Wesley Dabs. John Wesley Dabs. I ain't the plug. I ain't the soccer. I'm the electricity. Hey. And this is the Heartland Hip Hop Podcast, episode 39. Make what up? some motherfucking noise in this bitch. Hell yeah, T-Money. What the fuck is going on, man? Man, some of everything, bro. Some of everything. Yeah, man. man. Hey, look, streets going crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's getting later in the year. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all boys made progress on y'all goals that y'all made a year ago. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that caught the scat pack hey. over the last <laughs> six months. Because I see it's a lot more of y'all than it was at first. Hell boy. yeah, bro. I saw so many more. I saw so many people get light, lights on their trucks now. <laughs> <laughs> everybody got lift kits yeah, now. I was just listening to somebody talk about having them neon lights in their rims. I was like, yeah. who, the who is doing that? Who would do that? Trump dropped the bag on these niggas. Yeah, he, niggas did. Got... he hit them with that stimmy, and now they going crazy. And T-Money is with me in the building. T-Money, former minor league uh, <laughs> pick for the Cincinnati Reds. T-Money in the building. T-Money, give a round of applause for T-Money. T-Money, what up, man? How you been doing, bro? Man, what's going on with you, my brother? It ain't nothing to it but to do it, man. You know so saying? I got some topics. Living a dream. Go ahead. I would talk about Outcast uh-huh. and Tribe Called Quest. We'll talk about Beyonce. I want to talk about. Oh, I got a question. Ooh, if you ooh. got ooh, some questions. Okay. okay. 
And then I want to talk about how they're shutting down certain zip codes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's just get into let's just get into some topics. Let's go to the man. I'm still mad. The rims is down. Like I, I can't believe they did that. You talk about it. It T T Keisha took the rims down. T T. So I'm still stuck on that, bro. So let's get let's get let's get into that topic. So yeah, I'm about to say because I'm about to speak. So they they're going to they're implementing shutdowns in cities like in New Newark, New Jersey. Right. They listed three zip codes that they're shutting down in particular for COVID. They call them yellow zones. Yellow zones. So now they got now they color coded. And now, if you know anything about Newark, New Jersey, guess what it is? It's a black city. Of course. Okay. Of course. And guess where these color zones are? I'm gonna just I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm just gonna guess. Let me guess that it's probably the black neighborhoods. You think you think I'm right? I would have to assume so. So they got these black neighborhoods that they're shutting down. Yep. And they're putting a curfew on at nine o'clock. Yeah. Do you feel like it's uh I don't know if you could I'll, I'll pass it to you, but it's all good. do you feel like this is related to more about color or more about the the disease itself? The it's, related, it's related to money. Talk about it. So Okay. It, so the money. It's related to money. First of good. all, first of all, number one. Sorry, y'all. It's all good. First of all, number two. <laughs> drop first, a bomb. Look, if you if you puffing on that loud, what up, man? I see y'all dropping comments. In yeah, there. you know what I'm saying. Throw a gator up in there. Throw if a gator you, in the chat, or throw me a little windy up in there from it, the crib. So it's about the money, though. Okay, so it's about the money, right? Okay. First of all, we don't have an actual vaccine yet, correct? Oh, I got updates. Okay. That's the first part, like. The, the fact that yes. the fact that they've been talking about yes. a vaccine and we still don't have it yes. yet, like that's clue number one that yes. this is about that. Well, there is a vaccine that has been tested. I was listening to the date. This is another topic, but we can go into it. it blends into it. Mm. There, the vaccine is going to be by Pfizer. Pfizer. They are going to have so. What and just when you hear the word Pfizer, what have they given us already? What can you think of that they've given us already? Dick pills. <laughs> Dick pills, and, and now they don't want to administer the coronavirus vaccine in the opioid crisis. <laughs> <laughs> so again, it's about the what? One, two, three. It's the money, money. <laughs> right? Thank like, you, Pfizer. Thank Pfizer, you. Pfizer is a very, very profitable company. They probably they're probably valued in the. If we had what are they evaluated at? They got to be evaluated right up there with with Apple at least. We can we can ask. Uh, we can do Google's, but I would say that I was looking at some. I was looking at some uh, net worths real quick, and. The net worth of some of these companies is is ridiculous. What is the net worth of Pfizer? Just according to my Google machine, but like I was looking that the uh Bank of America is worth like four point seven trillion, which means they can buy the NFL cash. Like Jeff Bezos can buy the NFL cash. So Pfizer is the Pfizer is the forty ninth largest public company in the world with a market capitalization of two hundred and ten billion as of August 2020. Now, your market capitalization is not how much your company is worth. All right? I believe that's how much money you made that year. Because your market capitalization doesn't mean... Uh, oh, it's a, a pharmaceutical company that has a market cap of $210 billion. Okay. Maybe it is what they're worth. Market cap of $210 billion. But if it's going to go for sale right now, I'm sure that if somebody... If Bank of America wanted to buy Pfizer, they're going to pay more than... Two hundred ten billion for this, bro. Yeah, they're gonna probably add a good, maybe at least another B on there. 
So just but, like with the Clippers, they got evaluated at one point three, and I think they sold for three. Right. Like three flat, three billion. Um, uh, what's the name? Steve Ballmer. Yeah. So when you buy something like that, you don't buy it for what it's making right now. You buy it for what it's going to make you over the next twenty years. Correct. It's a, that's what's called an evaluation. Yes. So so if you look at Pfizer, two hundred forty ninth largest company in the world, is making the vaccine. The th- guess what the threshold was for the, the government set for, for what, the it, what, what is it? It was only fifty percent. Fifty percent. Pfizer has a vaccine that they tested right now. Yeah, where they gave it to like um, a thousand people, and only ninety four of them got the disease. Right. So that means that they have a ninety percent immunization rate on their vaccine. Right. They that they, they have the Operation Warp Speed. See, niggas give it. This is why you tune into the Heartland Podcast because <laughs> you get all of this information. You don't hear no black people talk about Operation Warp Speed besides B Diddy dollars. <laughs> you you get all of this information, and like I said, once again, you have to understand where the flow of dollars is going. So this is it, all the government. This is the this, government. This is the this, government that's doing this. Operation Warp Speed is a government operation where they have allowed companies to produce the vaccine before it's been approved. Right. So right now, Pfizer is producing enough vaccine to have 20 million doses by uh, January. And this is according to the New York Times. It's right there in front of your face. I'm trying to tell you. So that means 20 million of us are good right now. Like if they spread it out today, 20 million of us are good. Okay, so hold on, wait, let let me finish. Go ahead. So if it's only 20 million of us that are good right now, let's go back and look at the election results. How many people voted? 140 million people. Voted. 140 million people voted. So yes. that means that at least over 50 percent of y'all are not getting this. No, it, they're going the, to, the, the the amount of people that are going to get it is less. It's probably like 10 percent. It's going to be it's going to be so low. They're talking about it's going to be available mass by the summer. Okay, so pause again. Yeah. So now that we have created the supply, yes, which is the vaccine, yeah, we inherited the demand we didn't even have to create it we just stopped right there we just like created our own demand all right we're gonna make 50 we're gonna make this we're gonna make this vaccine at 50 percent. yeah and we're only gonna make it available to 10 percent of the american population i think it's okay we just created supply and demand right there right the the the, the demand was created by the uh, by the condition and they're creating the supply and now it's going to have to be very, very carefully regulated so that that, that way we don't get price gouged and exactly. things of that nature. Exactly. So you already got a market. You got everything you need for a marketplace right there. You got yeah. a, you got supply and demand. You got a product that solves a problem. I bet you it's going what to be. What else do we need? To, what, what other information right. do y'all need? They trying to take y'all money. They taking your money. They taking your money. They, they're going they're to, robbing you. They're going, to, they're going to take the money for the first wave of people that are thirsty. That want it. That they got to have it. That got to have that 20. The people that are like, I got to get it. Got to get it. I, I want to be in the first 20 million, which I don't suggest any people do that. <laughs> but if you want to be in the first 20 million, it's probably going to cost you money. But, but I bet you but it's going to be. Zombies a, is coming, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming, bro. This I is mean, how. This is this exactly is how, a, the this plot is how they, of Resident Evil. Yeah, this is exactly the exact same plot of Resident Evil, man. <laughs> the zombies are coming, you know bro. We're going to wake up one morning. It's going to be zombies fucking everywhere. Zombies, bro. The the, the fact that... Yeah. I, I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> the zombies is coming. I don't, right, I don't understand how more obvious we need to make this. But listen, coronavirus, regardless of whether or not you... How you feel about it, regardless of whether or not you had it or not, I, I personally believe that everybody in the United States is going to get a coronavirus at some point or another. Some of us will die. Yeah. Some of us will live. Okay. The ones that are amongst the living, 
that is who companies like Pfizer are marketing to. You have to understand, man. It's setting up oh, so perfect. Oh, so this is this is something that the, this is what I want to say. It's setting up so perfect for the, the bullshit. The three zip codes that they're doing. This yeah. is something that the police are doing. The police. This this is this is why you tune in to the podcast. Now the police are because the police they want to they want to do. It's not about the disease as much as controlling black bodies. Y'all, the work is not done. Okay, the work is not done. The work is not done. Don't don't buy any. Any stretch of the imagination, relax. No. Put your guard down. Put your weapon. So they're going. So what they're going. The work do, is not done. They're going. So this is a. This is my prediction. This is why the city of Atlanta is so important in what we do here, and how we kind, how black people have the reign of it, and why we still are allowed to make these choices, which I think is important, because if they had their way. Right, like they're doing these yellow zones in Newark and up top. Those yellow zones sound a lot like redlining to me. It's. It's, it's a, I bet you if you looked at the red line map and overlaid it over top the yellow zone it map. It probably is damn near the exact same near. map. And they want to control black bodies. All right. So they're, they're putting this in there so that way they can get another six months of yeah. controlling Man, black people. When, I'm telling you right now. You heard me say it on this podcast, yeah. bro. When our time come. Yeah. When our time come. Yeah. We got to. Man, we got to buy as much of this shit back as we can, bro. Because that's all they want to do. Man. They don't. You know they understand. Team money talking that. We gotta, buy we, gotta, we gotta buy up enough of it, man, to where we can control what's coming in and out of the communities. We can control where the schools are. We gotta buy it up where we can control. You know where the boundaries are drawn, y'all. Like, because look, I want to tell you too that it's about buying up. Because Newark is a black city, so black people are making the decision to lock up black people and put them underneath a. Uh, just uh, like Atlanta, just like Atlanta. So what they do is they put a black face on Bull Connors, right? So they'll have the power structure, be like, you know what? We want to control these Negroes. Don't you agree, black congressperson? <laughs> Don't you agree, black mayor, that these black people is out of control? Right. And the see people in your city is out of control, and they need right. to be locked down. Right. He'd be like, yeah, I agree, but they'll they'll give you the support for that, right? Right. Raz Baraka, that's the mayor of Newark. <laughs> I'm calling you out. I know you yeah. listening. So Razbrock, they're going to give you the the tools to lock black people up, but let's see how quick they are to give you tools to build up the schools. Right. Let's see how to quick. solve a problem in your own community. They not, those tools is the same way with the police. Right? The reason why you took office in the first place, or at least that's what you said. Yeah, to help. To help you told us the, you was going to help these communities. Now here's your chance. This is a part of the plot. You can get a tank. Quicker than you can get. <laughs> this is how it was like being in the black community, and this is what it's like with coronavirus. It's just an example. Right. You can get a tank for a area quicker than you can get school uh, uniforms for the football team in that same area. Okay. <laughs> it's some football programs that are just gone. gone. They, they they were here, funded, supported, one hundred percent, and now they are gone. I'm talking about historically. The, historically, these schools have performed well in sports, in particular yes. in football. Some of these programs are no longer. What's be- what do you think is better for the black community in a city like Newark? A new tank or the football team having uniforms? I mean, it, the question is rhetorical. However, it's, it's <laughs> but this is what this is the op- but this is what they give us, bro. Yeah, this is how these are the options that you have. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You gotta understand. Y- y'all gotta look at this. It's so obvious. It's so clear that they limit your options. They limit the amount of opportunities you have. They they once you do if you do make it out they still want to limit you intellectually. 
listen to what I'm saying. Listen, this T Money talking to you now. Yes. This is the T Money, and I'm not. You know, listen. I'm just in. The, I'm in the same struggle as you. I'm going through the same thing you're going through. But one thing I have learned is that if you're not helping yourself, if it's if you're not doing everything in your power to help yourself, uh-huh. at some point or another, you're gonna fall behind the rest of the group. Right. You, you gotta be. I mean, no matter how bad it is, whatever you got going on. You still got to be out there trying to help yourself, you know? You got to be trying to help yourself. Because you they they're not making it any easier. They're not making it any easier, man. They do not make it any easier for you. It's so much stuff. Whatever you want to do. If you want to go into real estate, you want to go into tech, you want to go into the health field, you want to do what we do, yeah. which is podcast and speak to the people. You got to understand that at some point or another, man, if you don't have your own thing going, it's going to be very difficult for you to break through wherever you're trying to break through, man. You got to have your own thing going on. You got to own something, start a business. Yes. Buy up whatever you could buy up, whatever you could afford to do. Do it now, man, because they're going to they yes. try everything to silence you. They're going to try everything to limit you, and they're going to try everything to keep you away from what they value the most, which is money, power, control, being on the being on whatever panel it is that's making the decisions, they want to be the gatekeepers, man. They don't want to, they don't want to see what the world look like with us being a part of it. You know, it is very true. It is very true. So with, I, with us having an equal share of the world, bro, like, they don't know. think they they don't think that the reason that and it's evidenced by their behavior when they determine that um, Newark is the yellow zones. But what do you see on TV and what do you what do you suspect that in Oklahoma? They probably out there just willy nilly, probably maskless, maskless in the fuck, riding or gallivanting around in pickup trucks with no mask on. They can gallivant all around their communities, but don't let black people. It'll be, be a problem. It's a problem, just like, like it was a problem when we went down there and protested. It didn't get to. I don't. I mean, by by all accounts that I have heard, it didn't get to the point of rioting and burning shit up until they interrupted until law enforcement interrupted the peaceful protest. No, know what? I think we need to I think we may need to call Hove on <laughs> on uh on this situation. I wonder if Hove can help out with the vaccine. Call Hove, man. <laughs> Cuz Hove could probably speak for me on this vaccine. He definitely situation. probably could. You know what? You know what? Talk about another situation that Hove has helped out. Mm. Shout out to Hove. I want, Hove has got the weekend. I believe Hove put, is putting together the uh, is putting together all the uh, Super Bowl shit right oh, now. Oh right? yeah, man! I heard because the weekend on there, you know, they got him yes. up there by himself. I believe. So what? What? Let me ask. Let's, okay, let's take a bet right now. What's the over under? How, how can I quantify this? Like, I want to say, I want to ask you like whether plus, not, like the odds are like ten to one is a thousand to one. You know what I mean? So if it, if I had to bet two fifty to one that Drake is going to be there, I'll take those odds. Oh, or that people even find it entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Because you Ooh, got that the people find it entertaining. What you mean, man? Me? Listen, you got the weekend, okay? So yeah. the, the reason why I asked that is because it's the second layer to the question that I'm about to get okay, to. Get deeper. All right. So I was making that point whether or not you think it's going to be interesting because I was listening to a podcast earlier today. Okay. And you know the group of people they were talking about how seeing the weekend perform at the Super Bowl would not be interesting. Interesting, and it's like, well, how could it not? He got jams with everybody. Everybody, okay. So if he got he got jams on both sides too, on the pop charts and and in our community too, bro. So okay, so we had to rank the weekend in Super Bowl for performers. This is why this is part of my this is second part of the question. Top two Super Bowl performers that you would think who are your top? In my two? top two right Half now. Time. 
Just it, off the top of your head, mm-hmm. you watch, you've watched probably every Super Bowl. Yes. Top two. Prince. Number all right, Prince that, and then who else? Beyonce. Hey, let me call you back. Let me call you back, Dad. We're on the podcast. Hello? It's all right. We on the podcast, Dad. Let me call you back. All right. All right. He, he called me number one. <laughs> like we start, like we Star Trek or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> like we Star Trek. So, oh, snap. Who, who's this? This is Red, Red Sparks got fucking, what you call it now? Uh-oh. Red Sparks, you got an iPhone now? iPhone game. We on the podcast, Red. What up? What up? Chilling. We, we we on the podcast. We um we talking about the Super Bowl halftime, man. So yeah, so we're thinking T Money. People are yeah, saying red, yeah, red. Okay, all right. So we, we this is a question. Do you think the the uh, we got Red Sparks on the Heartland podcast right Shout now? Shout out Red Sparks on the podcast. Checking in, goddamn it. Red Sparks with the iPhone gang now. Uh, is the weekend going to be an entertaining? iPhone 12. What what color is it? What color? What color? <laughs> what color, G? You already know it's blue. Hey! <laughs> red, red Sparks. Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? If you know Red Sparks, go ahead and say it. Do your, do your Googles. Go to Columbus and ask about blue and Red Sparks. Um, but Red Sparks. <laughs> go, I, I'll just leave it like that. Red Sparks. Um, is the weekend going to be an a entertaining Super Bowl performer? Who would be an entertaining one for twenty twenty? Is is twenty twenty one? But yeah, is is the weekend going to be entertaining? I think the weekend is going to be entertaining, but I think like you know, so. Where is the Super Bowl this year? I don't know. I know Tampa, Bay. Tampa Bay, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay, Florida. It's in Tampa. Yes, yeah, in Tampa. See, yeah. I feel like they this. I, I feel like they be disrespecting man. They need, like, for real, for real, the Super Bowl need to bring some of that. Like, you know how they did Atlanta? Yeah. And they only had Big Boy. Okay. The, the Red Sparks with the hot take. See? That's, what, that's the angle I didn't That's even why think. I said ask Red because he going to speak on the G. Ask him. I was so – I'm thinking they I'm need to have – like, yeah. like, I feel like the NFL be disrespecting. Like, you you got to do – even in Tampa, you got to – like, you got to do Florida people, man. There you go, Red Sparks. We're gonna have to. We're gonna get you back on the podcast, man. We're gonna. You gotta put a little bit of Florida in there, like I mean, he, whether it be like, you know, you got, you got, you got some Tampa artists. But you got I mean, they, they had Florida one year. One Flo Rider at the at the right. Super Bowl. One year, Flo Rider performed at the Super Bowl. He from Florida. You got to get T Pain or somebody. Right, T Pain. I was thinking T Pain. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm thinking. You got to get T Pain, Flo Rider, a Pitbull. All right, one so, of them. So. I mean, Pitbull already performed at the Super Bowl before, though. Right. That's that's what I'm saying, because I I know it's a bunch of other Florida niggas that performed at the Super Bowl, too. Like Flo Rida and all them. But I'm saying, even though still it's in Tampa Bay, you still got to get some Florida people on there. I think think, think Pitbull. Wait, you cutting out. Look, we're going to get you back. We're going to get you back on the podcast, bro. But I got you locked in. I'm going to hit you back later, all right? All right, bro. All right, bet. So I would think that the uh, the top artist top artist for me for the Super Bowl I would have to say Prince and Michael Jackson. Okay. So if you gonna put the weekend up against the Prince and Michael Jackson standard, 
It's gonna be hard, my G. He ain't got them slaps like Prince. Yeah, he don't, hey, he don't had nowhere near the slaps <laughs> as Michael Jackson. This is hard. Nobody got the most slaps than, than Michael Jackson. So with this being said, I would like them just to go ahead and do repeats on the Super Bowl. Oh, I mean, if just you can get, it. I mean, the reason why they got the weekend is because can't they can't get nobody else to agree. Yeah. Do, do you think they call Beyonce first? Be, but they already did Beyonce like. They did Beyonce. And they, they called Beyonce right back. You think they called Beyonce? <laughs> yes. Beyonce was like, no, nah, I'm good this year. If there hasn't been, uh, if we, I don't, I want to just say in my lifetime, there has been maybe one repeat Super Bowl performer. And I bet you it's not even been like on no, I think it hasn't been like on no featured shit. I think it's like one featured and then somebody came on and was like a special guest on another one. There has never been two Super Bowls with the same artist. I think it might be time to just go ahead and be like, yo, we're not going to get nobody with no more slaps No, than, than what's going to happen right now. So we might no. as well just go back to Beyonce, yo. Just go just go back and get Beyonce. That's what I said. Just pay yeah. her whatever she want. Every time y'all call her, if she yeah. want another part, of, if she you want know another couple of shares of the NFL, you got to give it up. You know it's free. You know it's free, right? What? The Super Bowl. You don't yeah. get paid for that? Yeah. But, but I do feel like, though, that you may be able to get into some of the meetings. With some of them big, with them old, the old men's club that have never heard of Beyonce. Hell yeah. Because like, their wife be talking about Beyonce. Yeah, exactly. they're like, oh, I remember you. My wife brought you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you heard your name before. Oh, you did some bull. Would you like to sit on my yacht? I'm selling, I'm selling shares. Like, oh, you know what? I just happen right. to have shares of the Jets. Right. Would you like to have a share of the Jets? Here you go, Beyonce. Craziness. Like, Craziness. So if I'm going to come back, I want to say that Michael Jackson, Prince, is the standard. And it's it's goddamn. It's going to be like I feel like the Super Bowl. If I was an NFL household, I may do the Oscar model. Something. I would just like know how the Oscars had Billy Hart, Billy Crystal like seven years in a row because Billy yes. Crystal was the fucking best host they could. Or like Chris Rock or somebody like that. Yeah, like, like Chris Rock has done it. Like like I think Chris Rock has done the Oscars twice. Right. Or somebody like like get somebody. Billy, but Billy Crystal is famous for doing the Oscars. Billy always. Crystal is the one that we that sticks out in your mind yeah. like when you think of the Oscar. So that's where I feel like. Or I like think, Jimmy Kimmel or something. Yeah, like, that. like yeah, like Jimmy Kimmel does a fucking whatever the award show, the uh, daytime Emmys or whatever the shit's called. Do that Super Bowl. I think that'll be. Listen, see, we giving all this sauce out, man, bro. I'm giving all the sauce out, bro. This is definitely, most definitely, putting y'all up on game as usual. Free range chicken, man. It means for me it was free, but you was gonna cost you in the range of fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. This game is free. But for you niggas, this might have to start costing you a little bit of bread for all this advice that I got for you, all right? Not, not, don't be mad. All this science. Dig this here. I got a 40 ounce with some extra cups in there. You get down on this shit and I'm opening you. All right, so Beyonce, come on back. I think come on back, Beyonce. I mean, be I wouldn't hard, be mad about bro. it. Would you be mad about it, bro? Because I'm just thinking about like the, the, the uh, slaps, the Man. level of slaps. Yeah, pour me some of that too. The, the funky OG. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ooh, shout out to DJ Funky. Pulling up that Funky OG. You know, we're going to check it out. We're going to see Mixing what that doing. Southern Peach Tea. Y'all see that? Infused check Tea. Check it out. There it is. We, mix, we mixing that wow. Infused Tea from DJ Funky. We mix it with the, uh, that, that brown liquor. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. What up, Funk? Well, everybody in the chat. Who y'all want to see? Shout out to X-Squad DJs in here. What up, man? Who y'all want to see? 
Who y'all want to see host the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, drop, yeah. Drop it in the chat. Drop it in the chat, man. Who would who would you pay your money to see? If you could go to the Super Bowl and you had to pay for the halftime show, like you ain't have to watch the game, you could just pay for the show. Who would you pay to see? Would it would it be would it would it be like some contemporary sort of like poppy artist or something like that, like on some TikTok type shit? Bro, I'm going. Or, or I'm who would going. you pay for? Who if it were you? I'm going like the biggest shows of all time. Like I want it to be stupid big. It gotta be global, right? Yeah, it gotta, it gotta be. be like it's only like Drake, Beyonce. Even though people disagree with his politics, I still think Ye would do the best one of the yeah. best Super Bowl shows that anybody's ever seen. I was just about to say Ye probably would go crazy. He would go so stupid. He would yeah. have a floating stage at the Super Bowl. Yeah, bro. even though he, you know, even though he he went on the deep end, man, Ye was still. Jay will like like vintage Jay like prime Jay. He probably would go ham. Jay, he have a spaceship Ye. land on the damn stadium. Twenty twenty Jay has been waiting for somebody to ask him to go bring a spaceship to the Super Bowl, but they just not trying to. They not trying to see his uh, vision. They don't. They don't fuck with his politics now. So Jay's gonna have to go. They don't fuck with his spaceship. No, nah, they don't fuck with. They don't fuck with Jay's politics. But I love to see Jay at a Super Bowl. I'm. I'm really thinking like it's like who are you? I, I named three for me. Okay, so for for me the three I want to see, I I would like to see Jay Z do a Super Bowl, just to see how Song Cry go over in the stadium Facts. like that. I would Jay Z like got slaps. That. Yeah, I would like to see that. Um, you know, maybe on the outside, maybe on the bubble, maybe making the stallion, bro. She got enough reach like that. She ain't got the slaps though, bro. You don't think so? Like. I can you only don't think they'll go crazy. I can listen to seven minutes of pussy songs, right? <laughs> if they had, if they had, it's a, it's a twenty-two minute halftime show, bro. Yeah, I feel like if if, Meg, if Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B got together and they did a Super Bowl show, you think people would watch it? You had to have like three of them. You had to do another <laughs> one. You give me, you had to, yeah, I feel you though. Know, yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Just on, just on, just impact. You know what I'm saying? And, and face value. Like if you just saw those two names on the paper, people would buy that too. But uh, if I was like, yo, if I had Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B versus Michael Jackson. Or yeah, Mike's definitely Michael Prince. Jackson. That's what I was gonna say. It's a blow. That's why though. I threw them on the bubble. I'm like, nah, they ain't in the top three, but they on the bubble. Uh, I, okay, okay. So Jay Z number one, Jay Z number one, two. For me, I would probably you know see. put put Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B on your bubble. That's a that's a that's a no no. Pick. I'm just saying. I'm saying they I, for me they're honorable mention. I feel like just the draw off of their two names will probably do well at a Super Bowl show. Okay. Um, kind of want to see Justin Timberlake get up there again, bro. He had fucked them up one year, didn't he? Justin Timberlake had an Let me interesting see. He, show. He had, he had he, it, was, it, it wasn't it was it wasn't that not, dope. Not, he did one by himself, didn't he? He ain't do the one. I, yeah, he I, did I, one I by know himself. the one with Janet. No, then he did another but, one. But then he did one by himself. I think, I think yeah, I think yeah, he did he did one with NSYNC and then he did one by himself. Right. Okay. I think he might be the only person that done two. He might be, bro. I think that's it. I think that's okay, it. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. You know, you got Jay up in there, then Jay, you're gonna give I me would JT. Say Jay, just, just, JT do that slap. And man, you know, rest in peace. I gotta I would man, cause Prince that performance in the rain at the Super Bowl. Oh my God, bro! Can I get it again? Bro? Like, and you hear Can the story? I get another one? You hear, you hear the story about Prince when it rained at Super Bowl. And yeah. They told him, and when they told him it's raining, Prince, he's like, "Can you make it rain harder?" <laughs> <laughs> like, how? Uh, <laughs> it just was perfect. He's like, "Yes." <laughs> it just was perfect, bro. It's just like the perfect store. Rain. I grew up in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. It was perfect, man. It, it was written, man. It just this cleanses me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna say. My three is right there, man. Prince is like, 
The world is dirty. <laughs> <laughs> All you need a bath. <laughs> that that pr- man, <laughs> prince, prince, man. Shout out to Prince in you the ring. Can't rain. deny it, man. He, you know, he was a funky little dude, man. If All you right, sit back and listen to that. Talk name. about people you can't deny. We just talked about Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce just made a new program. Boom. That you really can't deny. What is this that? is my this is my woman boss of the week. Beyonce is my woman boss of the week. Hey, woman boss of the week. You got two woman boss of the week. I already got my Team woman boss stay with a woman week. boss of the week. <laughs> you feel me? Already. What? Yes, we woman was. boss of the week. So Beyonce is. I like how she moves, not because of what she does, but also how she does it. Yep. This is building up into the one of the most busiest times of the year. To mm-hmm. buy exercise equipment. Yeah. Because people are trying to get right for the summer. For and, sure. And the best time to get right from the summer is the farthest point away from the summer. That's right. <laughs> like, That's how I, you do it. Yes. You give yourself the most amount of time to yes. bullshit. Yes. Exactly. So, Beyonce, so people buy the $2,000 Peloton bikes during yep. the uh, holiday season. Beyonce got a partnership with Peloton. Where she is giving away programs to HBCUs to help people exercise. Uh, she is partnering up with Peloton. I believe she even has st- uh, stock in the company. Is that not insane? And so this when you is, hop on your Peloton, you're going to be riding with Beyonce. And according to uh, what I heard, this is, see, this is. This is another, another reason we come to Heartland Hip Hop because a lot <laughs> uh, of stuff I just be I remembering a little bit of it. Yeah, it, this is like street knowledge. Street, so straight off the street, straight straight street knowledge. You can take these are barbershop facts. <laughs> take this right to your barbershop and argue that Beyonce is the number one artist on Peloton. Peloton. So they approached her to do the show because she was the number one artist on Peloton. So shout out to Beyonce. Shout out my, Beyonce. My lady boss of the week. Lady boss of the week, Beyonce. Yes, sir. Boy, you already know what I'm about to say. You know who I'm about to say, don't you? Getting that money. Let me tell you, my lady boss of the week is none other than Kamala Debbie Harris. Her, her middle name is Debbie? That's, that's a weird-ass Indian Debbie, middle name. D-E-V-I Harris. Oh, that's an Indian middle name. Okay, All Debbie. Right. Okay, so okay. the first black Asian U.S. vice president. That happens to be a female. I don't even want to mention that part. Let's talk about what all she done done. She the first in the, she the first U.S. vice president that happens to be a female. All right, okay. She assumed the, her first role was the United States senator out of California in 2017. So she been going off since then. Then she was the attorney general. Then she was the district attorney. Okay. That's all. From you're going, 2000, that's, you're going I'm backwards. going backwards. Yeah, yes, going backwards. I'm going backwards. Okay. So that just lets you know right there that she a bad motherfucker. Then move on. She's the first female vice president and the highest ranking female elected official in U.S. history. Okay. No one else has done it. No one else has done more than she's done. Highest elected, yeah. All right. Moving on from there. Guess where she from, bro? Straight out the hood. Oakland, California, baby. Oakland, California. Coming straight out the hood, a product of none other than the HBCU, Howard University, HU, you know, Damn. you feel me? Daniel, back at it again with the white man. <laughs> <laughs> man, all in all, Kamala Harris. There you go, Kamala Harris. My woman boss of the week. Kamala Harris. You 
are going to be president of the United States <laughs> probably before the vaccine gets out. Period. It, before the vaccine gets out, Kamala Harris is going to be uh, going to be president of the United States. And I told you this a while ago. My platform was kind of like give these get these women what they want. You know what I mean? Just want to give it to them. Let, let, let them. Let That's them exactly have what it. we said up here and said. Let, hey, they need to be a part of the big decisions too. Let them talk. They want they. This what the this what the this is apparently what women want. I'm not in the circles, but I'm I'm seeing it on TV that women want Kamala Harris to be president of the United States. Who doesn't? Because you think Joe gonna make it? He's he's 77, right? I believe. <laughs> who who doesn't want Kamala Harris to be United States uh, uh, president? Me, I don't want Kamala to be president. Why not, I, why not, bro? Cause, cause th- th- this is um, she's not the most qualified person. She's not the most qualified. She's qualified, right? But is that the same as most qualified? I don't know. You have to explain. Go, go ahead. Most qualified person is a person that you think could do the best at the job. I think that Bernie could do a better job. I think Andrew, Mike, uh, Yang Andrew Yang could Kevin. do a better job. I feel like they can they can govern more for my what my issues are. And what I th- find important, I feel like Kamala doesn't find things that I find important to be important. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that. So that's that's just how I'm rocking. I'm not I'm not I'm not the I'm I'm on her. I'm excited. But it's like But you could, feel like they we could have made a better, more progressive choice. We could not have yes, exactly. No, no, no. I feel you because I, I mean to be honest with you not, not have got somebody who was a police officer. That boy Andrew Yang, he was making a lot of sense. Right. Andrew Yang was making a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Now, now, Bernie, he was a leader in the clubhouse. I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? I was right there with Bernie, but I just feel like Bernie got the same problem as Biden. He's just a little too old, bro. Yeah. He got the right idea. Uh, he Bernie's got the right idea, than, but he's Bernie's gonna... younger than Joe. Shit. I think he is. If I you look at him. Here. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, you look true. At him, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at just overall general well-being, like who's going to make it and who... I, uh, it's, if I had, it's a coin toss between Joe and uh, Bernie <laughs> Bucks for me. It's not. It's not like. It's not like a strong like. like right. If I had, it's right. like, If I was playing the the Vegas game, it's a it's a toss up between uh between uh Bernie and Joe Biden. But but at the same time, this is why I really don't talk a lot of politics on the Heartland podcast because I have very different views than a lot of people. I feel like the um there there. Uh, wasn't a progressive candidate that I really supported in this last election. Like there wasn't somebody that really um, spoke to me and what I was trying to get accomplished in my life, like universal basic income, healthcare. So that way, when I'm out here working um, these DJ gigs and shit and stuff, I can have healthcare, go to the doctor, and not have to for my income. Right now in America, if you want to have health care, you have to work for somebody else and they provide health care for you. You can't be your own individual and have health care that's affordable. So in order to have affordable health care, you got to work for somebody else. The key point in that is affordable. You have yeah. to, you got to understand, man, like it's only so many big time DJs like that that could just pay for this stuff out of pocket. It's really only so many people in the country that could pay for health insurance out of pocket. Right. So you got to think for... The rest of us, the rest of America, mm-hmm. you know, you're right. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense when you start talking about universal health care, you know, UBI, things mm-hmm. like that. It's things that we need in this country that would make things easier, that would probably take some of the social and racial tension away, bro. 
Absolutely. And to be honest with you, knowing that you got health insurance and knowing that you're good, regardless of what happens, that probably is a good starting point. Some things that can make it easier in this country, racial tensions, like make weed legal. <laughs> right? If Just if, all across. Just decriminalize all together. All 50 yeah, states. Because that's like number one. That's like the number. If you out in these streets, you know, the number one thing is cops going to pull you over for or pressure you about is smelling like marijuana. Just because you're exactly. black, exactly. you could exactly. be you could be sobered in a bitch. They're gonna say like you smell like a tree, but th- this tree is not is not as deadly as any other. It thing ain't is. hurting nobody. It ain't no. bothering nobody. Ain't bothering nobody. The fact that it's criminalized is the reason why people doing crazy shit behind. And that's why you all my face right now. That's why you feel like you can be all my face right now because it's a cr- it's criminal. So we need to do things that take away that criminality from being black and being exist uh, existing. And I feel like there's not a candidate that really reflected that value but i did vote for the candidate that my parents want me to support that i see on the news uh candidate i thought could win i voted for a candidate that even though he is going to keep the the status quo i feel like I feel like we're going to get rid of some of this, a lot of this, uh, um, the bullshit. But I feel like he's still on some bullshit, like the bullshit where he was, you can say something to somebody and he just, like Trump was just bad at his job. Like when somebody asks you to refute racism, right? And you can't get that up to your level that that you need to say something like you need to be stronger on it. Like denounce racism in front of America, bro. He, he did not. He denounced it, but he when he did it, he did it in such a fucked up way that I didn't like it. He he just didn't say it with his chest, basically. It was it was very much roundabout. Not yeah, say it with your. He chest. He did not say it with his chest, and that I think right there is what lost it. To be honest, because I mean, if you look at the both of them, I mean, it's kind of the same situation we was in with George Bush and Al Gore, where it's kind of like. You know, the lesser of the two evils, I guess. So this was that similar type of election for me, at least. But the way I looked at it is like, okay, if you're going to. I, I like, I, before you stop, I liked Al Gore. I did like John Kerry. I did. I, I mean, you John know. John Kerry I didn't like, but John Kerry and Al, John Kerry and Bush is probably more apropos. Right. To the Biden and the Trump thing. Okay. So even in that situation, you still have to think about it like, okay. Either way we go, we still got all of these problems that we're going to have to address. So if you look at the election, I mean, even like, let's say if Trump would have got a second term, like God forbid, but if he were to have gotten a second term, bro, Uh we would still be looking at the same set of issues. We would still have the same set of problems. So the idea behind it is that we eventually want to make our way to a candidate that is proposing solid plans that we could follow to address these issues. Like they talk about it, but it's not like a bullet point. Like addressing racism is not a, a, a bullet point on any platform that any one of them is running on. They it, talk about it because they talk, about it. they talk about it because it's important in the media and everything. Like, and they, and they spin us on some bullshit too. Like I heard that, that a candidate, I want to say what candidate said, we're going to reduce student loans. If you start a business in certain Areas that are low income, we will take away half of your student loans in three years, maybe. Well, first of all, if I start a business, most businesses fail in six months. Exactly. So I'm never going to get to that. And y'all point. got everybody locked in the house in yellow zones. So now everybody's locked in the house in yellow zones in my neighborhoods that I want to work in. Y'all, y'all have. 
are in yellow zones. In yellow zones that I gotta go. So it's like it's it, it, the programs a lot of times don't make no sense. I feel like a lot of times what dip, see this is this is why this is why I don't be getting into it because I be feel like this is some no, shit. no 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 finish this. Point. I feel I feel like Democrats they don't want to give money right to the people. They want to give pro- money to somebody to minister to the people because they don't trust black people. Okay. I.e., they don't want to, if there was a program where they can give you money to start your own construction company, they'd rather just give money to a construction company to start a training program so you can work for them. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? They're not yeah. training you to work for yourself. They train you to work for another motherfucker. Right. I was working in Columbus, Ohio. They had this training program. Where niggas wasn't even getting paid, but they was working at construction companies. Really? And then when they you got- You can't not get paid for that type of work. Right? That's just back-breaking labor, really. And then when they leave, they don't leave with any certs. They don't leave with any certifications. All they leave with is work experience. Right. So you can't go and say, I'm a certified drywall. Right. Certified in framing or you know, pipe fitter or you know, any, any kind of trade. No, you just said I work for X, XYZ construction company. For six months. For six months. And that's supposed to help you the next six months. So, oh, that's cool, but it's not. But in reality, this is, we all know this is not how it works. Because if I go to fucking Oregon from Georgia and I say I work for XYZ construction company that you never heard of, you ain't going to mean shit. Right. So, shout out to Kabbalah Harris, the Wood Boss of the Week. I feel like Kabbalah has a lot of the same issues I have. Uh-huh. Where... I worked for the man for a long time. Yeah. I worked for the white man. Hand in hand, nigga. Like, yeah. for years, my checks were signed by white people. For as long as I can remember. And I did some shit that fucked over black people. Like, overdraft fees. Like, evict niggas. Like, uh, repossess niggas' cars. Like, overcharge niggas' interest. Like, niggas with slow roll payments to their vendors. Like, this is all shit that white companies I, that I work for that are so good have done, and I've seen it done. So, when I see this, and I was a willing participant in it, I could see how somebody be like, Brandon, you was evil. You right. work for the evil motherfuckers. But it's like, that was my job. I was learning the system. And I feel like Kamala Harris, she came out from Howard and from Oakland. She tried to get into the system to change it. But when you in the midst of the system, bro, you you doing some, you gonna make some calls. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna not look so good. So you gotta you gotta own up to him and say things like, um, "Shout out to Kevin Hart is watching a special." He said that one thing he regrets saying is he doesn't condone violence against people who are of the different sexuality. Right. All right. Okay. So that's you remember he got kicked off the Oscars for the yeah. gay shit. You know, like give me let me give you an example of black people that hosted the Oscars. Right. Wow, this is like the list I remember. Richard Pryor. Yep. Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. Uh, oh, Whoopi Goldberg, Chris Rock. So these are. It's. I think that's it. That's it. That's it. that's only black people that hosted the Oscar. So if you in that class of people, you are like an all timer. Yeah. So that's an all time gig that he wanted to get, and he didn't get it because his comments about gay people, which were wrong. He and, said, and he apologized. But he, what he didn't say, what he should have said is the deeper thing. You don't, I don't want any black, I don't condone violence against anybody. Right. Right. He never said that. And Kamala really never said, I don't, she, no. So, so same way Kamala got come out and say, I do not 
support high. I do not support brutal and cruel sentences for people that can ruin their lives for simple crimes. Are you talking about that bill that that, that Joe Biden had rolled out way back in the day? The cult. No, I'm talking about the culture of America. Oh, okay. And and the bill that Biden wrote. But I'm also talking about how. The fact that if you get a suspended license, instead of writing a bench warrant, they throw you in jail for two days, you lose your job. Right. Right. For a suspended license, like I'm all, all, like rest in peace, I'm all, um, Rashard Brooks mm-hmm. got pulled over. I wasn't driving the vehicle, the vehicle, and he could. You talking about in Minnesota? No, in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, okay. He got pulled over for DUI. He was in the car. Oh, at the Wendy's. At the Wendy's for forty minutes, just talking. He, they could have just le- legit told him park your car right here or fuck park it. We gonna tow your car because you was drunk. Right. I, fi- I figured that. Fuck it. You you drunk? We gonna tow your car to and you gotta pay the money to get it out. But you get to go home tonight. You ain't gotta go to jail. But you, this car, it's gone. It's gone. You're you not go, driving it. You're not driving it because and we can't just like leave it parked at Wendy's because this is a fucking. Uh, this is a business. A place a of business. business. They yeah. don't need your car sitting in their parking lot. So line. because you got drunk. Now this car needs to go to the you know, right. We're gonna save you, basically. We're gonna charge you some money, but we're gonna save you. Yeah. Because what could have happened is that he could have driven away, gotten a car accident, crashed, or killed somebody. Right. You know that is where the logic for me would have stopped. Right. We don't it wouldn't to- have went nowhere near like combative, argumentative, none of that. I would have just. I wouldn't have talk. I would have told him. Yeah. Bro, this car. You can't drive this car. You fucked up. You fucked up. Either you could have somebody pick you up. I mean, I would even took the nigga to the crib. Yeah. Somebody got to pick you up. Somebody got to pick you up or we're going to drop you off at the house, but you're not getting back behind the wheel of this car. But the the criminality aspect which they support, and I feel like a lot of times they do, is we got to throw these niggas in jail. See, and I don't don't agree with that. I don't think the first... I don't think the first thing should be go to jail. I think the first thing should be stop doing what the fuck you're doing. Protect the rest of us. Right. So do I feel do, do I feel safer because somebody like is because I'm because that night they would have arrested Rashard Brooks and took him to jail that night. Did, right. That that didn't, that would make me feel safer. That didn't, that didn't help with um, you wouldn't have known about it. If that, they would have just they would have just told the car, locked him up for the night, let him out in the morning. You wouldn't even heard about it. That would have been a mistake that's on his record that he got to deal with. That he got to deal with. At least, at least he alive. At least at least he would have had a job. Next day, got to work, be able to function, and be able to be a uh, contributor to society. Right. Right now, I feel like the the whole attitude is just to criminalize, criminalize, criminalize. throw you in jail, no re- no re- rehabilitation. You are a criminal. The 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 rehabilitation oh. part is the part that killed me, bro. But we are gonna put a cap on it right there, man. You want to move on to the next topic we talking? No, about? I got a com- I got a comment at the end of the day. This is um the real. Doc Strange dropping hey. comments. Shout out to everybody listening. Dropping shout comments. out to the chat. What chat? What up? What up? What up? Let me get some gators in there, chat. Let me get some. Uh, let me get a little windy in there if you from yeah, the crib. Uh, okay, he said. At the end of the day, we have to be responsible for the circle choices that we make, and it's the fact that he drove at the Wendy's, then fell asleep. The officer gave him chances to make stop making story up stories. Really, he chose to fight the officers. He chose to fight the officers because it was going to take him to jail. He didn't want to go to jail because he, he already had a record. He didn't have to go to jail, though. He didn't have to, either. Like, that's what, that's what, that's, I understand he had to fight the officers, right? That's what took it to but the next you, level to but fight But you him. put him in the position where you got to take him to jail. Right. He was begging for 40 minutes on camera. Like, please don't take me to jail. Please don't take me to jail. 
Just send me. Just I. I walk home. I walk home. I get the sister. I know it's a business. He probably like, you know what. Fuck it. I got to eat this tow charge. Right. Or just my sister gonna pull up. She gonna take the car. We gonna deal. Yeah. And and even and a little bit of my mind still feels like. You got to get the tow charge, my nigga. You got to. You got to. You got to take the tow. I understand. I understand that it's probably, but just for the this everybody's in this whole situation, liability sake and everything, yeah. we got you got to take the tow. You got to take it. But at least you wouldn't have to go to jail at night. So that's why he fought back, my G. So that. So that's. That's now, I, but I get it though. I, like I, I get I, it. I appreciate it too, and I, you know what I'm saying. I see yeah. where you're going with that, but like. Right. You got to think, you know, if you're somebody with a record, like, I don't have no criminal record. Like, right. I've never been to jail or nothing Doc, like that. Doc Strange said, but I don't think he deserved to die. And I think that's what Exactly. That's that's they, where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. So, regardless of whether I got a criminal record or not, regardless of whether or not, you know, whatever the case may be, you got some priors, you got whatever. At the end of the day, the police should not be killing you, bro. No. The police should not be killing you. And that and that's the problem. It's so it's too harsh of a punishment. The punishment don't fit the crime. The punishment don't fit the crime. At the end of the day, if you catch a drunk driver, you're not gonna kill them, man. Nine nine times out of ten, if they that level of drunk where you feel like you gotta impound a car, they uh, how how hard do you think the man could have fought? He was Intoxicated. That's why we don't want him behind the car. Exactly. He how, can't handle his body. How how hard do you think the man would have fought if you would have just put him under arrest at that point and just been like, you know what, bro? Like we just gonna put you in handcuffs and sit you on the ground. The, we gonna go in even just so many handle different this things, in court, man. bro. There's so many different ways. So many different ways to see what could have gone. I was on. talking. I was talking to somebody like the average, like the average. Um, I talked to my my dude that got a, a see. Let's talk. I want to talk about something that's more local to Atlanta, yeah. too, but on that same side of town. It has to do with the a versus battle. Okay? Okay. Versus battle is they got two that's the two and they both have something to do with Atlanta. One versus battle. This is this is a, a hard hard switch, but Rest in peace. I want to say this. Rest in peace to everybody who lost uh, their life to police brutality. Rest in peace to anybody who lost anything because of something su- the police did. I do not support the loss of life for anyone besides serial rapists and murderers. Man. That's the only people I think should get the death penalty or deserve to die. I don't even. I don't even believe in war like all like that. You know what I mean, human life is very, very precious. To me. It's very, very important. I think I got that for the music. Yeah. Do you think trap music taught you that? Life is important. Trap music taught me that you. Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Because when I listen to trap music, they talking about you know stories where people died or whatever, and it's like I relate. You got to uh, right. I definitely relate. I done had homies that done died. I done coached kids that died at a very young age. They weren't even twenty years old, bro. Yeah. So my thing about it is this: you know, if you listen to these stories and if you listen to them, how I listen to them, I listen to all trap music as a cautionary tale. Like this, is what you don't. You know, you don't want to end up like this. Like, even though I like it, it be jamming in the whip. You yeah. don't want to end up having to take chances like that. But at the same time, if when you listen to the music and you relate to it, just how I do, you see it as like glorifying that lifestyle. Just know that you have a choice because you're not wrong in my book. It's already difficult for you to get out here and do your thing in the world, bro. It's already very difficult for black men to make any real type of money that's like, you know, generational if you're not an athlete or a rapper. Right. So, case in point, when you're listening to it and and it's influencing you however it's influencing you, man, you got to think about it. You got to think twice, bro. You got to be like, damn, 
do I really want to go down this road? Because I could see a lot of young kids, 15, 16, 17 in high school, hear that shit and be like, yeah, that's the path. I'm gonna, you know, that's what I'm going to do. When I was 16, 17, so 16, 17, this has to do with the versus battle. I was listening to a lot of Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. I was listening to a lot of Tribe Called Quest in, back in the day, high school. And then we start listening to... Um, I remember my homie DJ Dow Jones. Shout out to Dow Jones. Yeah. Dow Jones is a super big. Um, dang, let me get this. Get this a little bit better. Dow Jones yeah. is a super big Outcast fan, and I was listening to Outcast uh, back in high school. Cell Cell Therapy was one of my favorite records. Mm-hmm. So, the versus battle is going to be. Next versus battle is going to be Outcast. After Ti and Gz, we're talking about Outcast versus a tribe called Quest. Ooh, you rocking with it? What do you think? I can't. I mean, if they could get if they could get Andre three thousand and Big Boy in the same room, and then get the tribe, you know, minus five. Rest in peace. In the room, and they ain't even. All they got to do is just man. But what about this? And just press play on the music. They just standing on the same sound stage. That's gonna do numbers, bro. That's gonna do numbers, right? Because there's so much shit. It's so much. It's so many memories. There's so much energy that's attached to Outcast, and it's so much like groundbreaking, generational, first time in the history of music type shit that Tribal's on. And then Q-Tip produced a lot of shit. He produced Mob Deep and Nas. You got to think, man. If they break out any of that, I think that when I think about rap music and tell me about the value of life. I feel like it just taught me that I had a choice, bro. Like you could either do this or you could fuck with that. Like that's it. And the way that they was talking about guns was that if you kept fucking around, somebody gonna put one of them on you. Hell yeah. And you're gonna lose your life. And playing around with them and shit. Yeah, so don't don't be out here playing around with the guns. I feel like that's what shook ones taught I'm not shook ones. That's what I feel like uh I'm trying to think of some old school songs that um oh the first uh, rap, yeah, t- uh, versus Ti and Jeezy. Okay, I think that when Ti talked about Falant passed, rest in peace, Falant yeah, passed away, and how he had the arms had to strap up like that. Yeah, that was like that taught me. That taught me. That was trap music. It taught me about the value of life. It wasn't. It was, it was, there was some redeeming value to that music that we had. So when we talked about the Ti, the orc, the creator of trap music. Yeah, if we just gonna have to say it, because I don't think that anybody else. I, I he was the first one. Yeah, he, yeah. I feel like he was the first one that really was mainstream with that label. Yeah, like, that's where they created the label trap music. So, so Ti versus Jeezy is going to be a versus battle. I think that one taught me. Ti taught me about life. I think Jeezy taught me all about the uh, the game, right? right. Hustling and right. Uh, and. Right and what and what and what what he was doing like I feel like I was there. That's what niggas learn four and the baby and all of that shit. Four and the baby. I oh, I ain't learned about four and the baby. I still don't know what four and the baby means. <laughs> what's four and the baby mean? You, you know what it means, right? No, what's four and the baby? They mean? talking about they talking about quantities of drugs and shit. Four and a baby. Right. So four is like maybe four whole whatever like four and a half. So four and four, a half. Basically six. four and a half or four and a quarter. Or something so four like and. A Right. Okay. Because I they do call us four and a quarter. Because mm-hmm. a cutie is a quarter pound. Exactly. 
God damn, GZ, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? They talking about quantities, you know what I'm saying? Four and a baby. Four and a baby. That's four and a quarter. Yeah. Oh, god damn, man. That's goddamn. So I'm excited for that versus battle. I'm excited for it. So there was there, there was a, a level of uh, people that are disappointed about the mm-hmm. the the uh outcast versus uh how could you be disappointed with anything that got outcast attached to it? I think they said the tribe. I think a lot of people a lot of people, people was mad about tribe. Do you know if somebody is born is twenty nine year uh, the average twenty twenty year old right now, right? Was Don't know born nothing about in nineteen ninety one. Tribe's last album came out like 97. That's what I'm saying. A, new group of kids don't know nothing about Tribe. Right. So by the time, I, I feel like after, before 10 years old, you don't remember. You remember songs, but you ain't had no slaps. Exactly. All the slaps that nine-year-olds got right now is not slaps. <laughs> no, they're not. They're temporary music. <laughs> yeah, it's temporary. They're not like where yo the, the remix to yo to our slaps. That's basically what we're going through now. Yeah. Everything that slapped when we was of age and shit. Yeah, they all remixing it now. One hundred percent. Everything you got to think, man. Everything that ever, like whether it was pop, whether it was hip hop, you know, whatever vibe it was, man. People are now in music. They going back and grabbing those same vibes that we yeah. grew up on. So Get you know, you in the picture a little bit. T-Money. What's crazy about it, man? Hey, shout out, chat, chat. What's going on? You well, know, chat, it's your boy, Team Money, up in the building. Um, you know, to circle back around to my point, like. We had slaps when we was growing up, bro. We had the Wu Tang, we had Nas, but, but Jay Z, well, but them. it was it was older than ten years old when that shit came out. You, I'm just saying. So we made the choice to be familiar with it. Nowadays, they just ignoring all of that shit and just this making remixes out. They making remixes out. It's true because when I, because I, if it was me and I was a recording artist, bro, what I would do is I some songs I just got reverence for. Yeah. Like if a producer passed me a beat with a Manny Fresh sample on it, like no, that's Manny. <laughs> Okay. Shout uh, out to Manny. He's still uh, making it. like, I could go hire Manny. That's Manny. Somebody, you know what I'm saying? Somebody sent me a Dre beat or something like that. And they got, you know, or like something they sampled if off it, of Dre. If it ain't Dre. Right. If it's not actual Dre, if they sent me something they sent, yeah. they bit off of Dre, I'd be like, bro, that's Dre. I can't, I can't touch that, man. I, okay. It's certain shit I would have reverence for as a recording artist. But nowadays, it's like Very whatever going to get you on. Money. You know what I'm saying? Very interesting. Take it's whatever money. they whatever going to get you on. So if it's a remix of an old Swiss beat song, if it's a, a, a remix of a, a Scott Storch song or something like that, and that's what's going to get you on, like yeah. people are going to take it. They going to. All right. So, T-Money, I got a question for you then. Yeah. If I told you you could invite anyone at all. To come speak to your company, whom would you invite? Because we've been going through a lot of different names. We named political figures and we named artists. Mm. Shout out to everybody. Ooh. Who would y'all invite to in the chat? Drop yeah, some, hey, drop chat. Some. Who would y'all invite to speak to your company? Man, I'm thinking to myself, I would want to talk to somebody... See, because I... Cause I would, I would want to go sports just because like that's what's Ooh, been getting us money. through the coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? That's why you team money. Cause cause corona cause coronavirus it's been some bullshit. We ain't been able to have no comedy. We ain't really got no good new movies. You know, it's just now that everything's starting to get booted up. But the facts are is that hoop been going on. We got football going on now. Yeah. So I'll probably want to skew to somebody in the sports area. I might, I might, 
I might want to fuck with LeBron. Have him come to the have him come to the the crib. <laughs> And let them know, like, hey, look, you know what I'm saying? We all brothers and sisters up in here. I don't give a fuck if you white, black, or otherwise. Get to work, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would the want LeBron him to say. The LeBron message. The LeBron message. That's what I would want company? him to say in so many words, bro. Yeah. But then on the other side of Give him your job. Yeah. On the other side of it, I think about tech, too. And, and technology is basically the way that all of our industries are going. Okay. So if it was somebody else who I could throw up there, I would probably want Paul Judge to pull up. Paul Judge gonna lay it down. Paul Judge. Google. Google. Use your Google machine. Use bro. Hey Siri, who is Paul Judge? I, I hope I'm saying this man's name right. I'm pretty sure it's Paul Judge. Paul Judge. Why why uh cause all they're gonna pull up is Paul George. Fucking Paul no, George. No, 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 no. This. Paul Judge. Never even saw, seen this man. Read this, this man, man read what this man be. Alright, so Paul Judge. 28,000 followers, Dr. Paul Judge, technology entrepreneur investor, co-founder, Pindrop HQ, co-founder, TechSquare, previously Luma, Barracuda, PureWire, Secure Computing, Cypher Judge, Cypher, blah, 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 Cypher Trust, pjudge.com. He, uh, he got, he got pics with the OGs. He got a picture he talking to, um, Ambassador, uh, Andrew Young. He got some picks up there with him and two chains. So, so he he got you got you know um, Ambassador Andrew Young, his granddad, yeah, could have been mayor of Atlanta if it wasn't for racism. Really, that's what's important about Andrew Young. You see what I'm saying? And so, I think his granddad is John Wesley Dabbs. <laughs> that's Dabbs, right? And that's not, I think I'm about to say Dabbs. I'm John Wesley Dabbs, <laughs> right? <laughs> you are you. <laughs> Who the niggas is? Yeah, that's that's the people that you kind of got. Yeah, fuck with. I mean, that's why I was saying Paul Judge because Paul Judge, you know, he got he right in the center of okay. uh, of a lot of stuff just from an image standpoint. So you know, you got his perspective on tech, but then you also have his perspective on like you know black folks moving in that specific area of business and commerce. You know what I'm saying? And so if 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 because. Eventually, you know, the discussion that's going to happen in all of our workplaces is going to have to be centered around race. Like when we all get back to work, it's yeah. going to be a meeting or a training or it should be at least. So with that being said, if it's my company and I want somebody to speak to my employees about business, about ideas, about, um, you know, connections, networking, and then capping it off with addressing the racial issue. It would probably be one of them too. Maybe Bron. Good choice. Or Paul Judge. I love I love the LeBron choice because the sports the sports world does have a lot of interesting. That's what figures. got us through the Rona, bro. John Wooden and his pyramid of success. Yeah, like everybody out there, look up John Wooden pyramid of success or pyramid of character. John Wooden pyramid. Look it up yourself. See, this is why you tune into the Heartland Podcast. You go give me some homework. Uh, hey, but you know Urban Meyer, bro. Have you seen him talk about like I think it's like Ooh. the um. I think it's like the 10, uh, 10, 80, 10. No, Urban Meyer guys, Urban Meyer guys slaps in the cut. Bro, he pulls that, out the slaps. I'm going to give you the synopsis. So basically, I, I hope I'm calling it right. I'm going to use my Google machine when I get done, but I got to get this point out. So 10, 80, 10, right? You got to, let's say you got a football team, the top 10%, right? Then in the middle, you got the 80%, like 
everybody else around him. Then at the bottom, you got the 10%. The ones that's like fucking up. The job of the top, the top 10% is to go grab somebody from the bottom 10% and move them to the 80. That's their whole job. That's it. That's how they run in practice. That's their whole job. The best players on the team, they got to pull the, the worst ones to the middle. Just get them to be a part of average, okay? Then everybody that's in the average group, the rest 80% of the team, is competing to be in the top 10%. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. I love that shit. And, and that the, shit. the idea is that it's, it's all centered around competition. You know, the idea is that you broke it into a unit. Like, that's your unit. Like, however many guys is in your group, if it's a full offense or if it's a full defense or if it's just linebackers, running backs, whatever, that's your unit. And your unit compete against every other unit in the whole organization, the top 10, the 80, and the 10. And the whole thing about it is that your spot could get took at any time. So <laughs> This is wild, bro. Bro, Urban, he had it. He had that shit like. Yeah, this is it. I'm. I believe in. I. Like, I believe. That's in why. The that's why Ohio principle. State is how they is, bro. You can. They're very hard to beat. They right up there with Clemson and Bama and them as far as like how a program is run. I'm picking sports. I'm Me going, too. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Bill sports, Belichick. Bill Belichick. <laughs> I would like Bill Belichick yeah, to go in there. He gonna get up there, dress him. Hey, do your fucking job. Do your fucking job. <laughs> He's like, listen. He gonna come to my company like. Your job is to make sure that everybody in this motherfucker gets to say hello. Yes. When they walk in. Yeah. Break your goddamn neck to right. say hello. All right. This is your job. Step in front of motherfuckers. That's your job. <laughs> That's your job. Don't even let them pass. <laughs> Don't even, no. <laughs> Do your fucking job. Hell yeah. You want to talk to everybody. Like, Look, your job is yeah. to check this shit for emails from underwriting. Calculate them and send them back as soon as possible. Yeah. Do your, your fucking, fucking job. job. What's you doing over there? All this, like, all this talking and shit, socializing and, and, and canoodling and shit like, going on. Did you do your job? <laughs> like that. Did Keep you do, doing it, dear. Yes, nigga. You could do what the fuck you did. You do your job. That's funny. That's then, funny. And then the whole work and just do your job because I feel like as somebody who myself who has a. a, a Drop somebody who y'all want to see in the chat, but yeah, man, in the chat, man, who you who would you want to have come to your company and speak to your employees? That's what we're talking about right now. Do your job. I think that's a that's a simple message. I like the idea of having somebody from the tech world come. I mean, come somebody from the sports. Yeah, world yeah. I think I think when you talk about sports, man, they just so pivotal in the lives of Americans, man. And it's like, like I said. You know, look at 9-11. You know, when we got back to playing football, people was running out there with them flags. You know, the Saints yeah. was, um, you know, they was backing it. No, that wasn't the same around the time, but it was that same sort of vibe where. The, like, I remember I remember 9-11, the Patri- I remember the Patriots and the Yankees. Yes. And we just, we just felt like Americans, like, this is fucking destiny because two team names that remind us of yes. what it means to be American right. are potential champions you see what i'm saying it's the fucking best it's just it, you can't beat it and so, so my my thing about it is that we all are connected to sports in some way we all have either played sports or watch sports and been fans so it's like that the fact that we have something to come together around yeah that is where the connections and the real building is happening there. You, gotta have, talk. It, it, you can have you can you can be i could be republican you could be democrat you could be libertarian i could be just uh, whatever whatever Fascist. <laughs> right, yes. Fascist. 
So, or, or anarchist. Yeah, anarchist. I could be any of those things. Goes. Or I could be like QAnon or something like that. Yeah. Anyway. That's even weirder. What, right. What I'm saying is, is that the fact that we have something together yeah. that we can come together over, that is how you get past the differences, bro. That's really how you connect with somebody. It's coming towards a common goal. Yeah, that's correct. We got a common goal. Wins. W's. W's. Money. Revenue. Winning. This is what it's about. Score Growing as a damn company. It's 10% more every year, bro. Every year, bro. We got to make 10% like, more than we made last year. And and that'd be the thing, man. You know, we got to think about so, it like that. That's so how the, we look at business. So talking about businesses looking back, this is one of the subjects I want to talk about. The the business of basketball and sports. Mm. The NBA yep. is going to be making. They playing on. <laughs> they playing. They playing the twenty second, and they're gonna play on Christmas. Bro, that's too soon. It's about the money, though. T. They gotta get Bron seventy. Bron games. them had. I, I saw a stat. Bron them had seventy one days off of basketball. Okay. That's not enough to heal an ankle. That's not enough. They had seventy one days off of basketball. And the rest of the league had like two hundred some odd day, like two hundred fifty eight days or some off of basketball, like over two hundred days off of basketball. KD ain't played almost two years. You realize that, especially after missing this year. The the year went longer than it was supposed to. Oh, talking about talking about um, KD. Yes, uh, KD is talking about getting James Harden on the Nets <laughs> with Kyrie, KD, and James Harden. Oh you, my God! Do they have a chance to win the East if they have those three? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't either. I think when they said, when they said, they're like, oh, we're about to add James Harden. I was what? Like, no. Like, James Harden is just going to He's just going to hold the ball. Yeah, he's going he gonna to fold in the. He's going to hold the ball unless you put him on the second unit. So, we, But you're going to put KD. I mean, you're going to put Kyrie on the second unit. They're going to make more. I, I, so this is interesting. That This is another topic that I wanted to add on to this. Because James and KD could play together. James and KD. James can play with anybody. You think so? Oh, no, excuse me. James Harden? Yes. No. KD can play with anybody. Yes. Not James Harden. James Harden can play with anybody. Because KD, he, all he going to do is work the midi, bro. He going to get his assist and then run back down there and beat Bro, he shit. a fucking you – no, know, he's like an octopus, right? Yes, bro. He just You just put him in there, he going to fill the spaces up. That's it. That's it. He just going to – the tentacles is just going to get right. to stretching. Yeah, he going to run in one of them corners and, yeah. man, like two or three of them and it's going to yeah. be over with, bro. He a fucking problem. KD is, is a big problem. So he got his time gonna come. Like he did, he got Braun one good time and he was the best player in the world with that one year. But then when he came back and tried to do it with Golden State, they were saying that he was the best, but Braun was the best. But now he's in New York, right? So now this he's is, in New York. This is I'm gonna add Even though this. he beat him twice in the finals. He's up for the Nets. Right. The the Mets just the Nets and the Mets have big years. Yeah. The Nets are getting back KD mm-hmm. and the Mets. Added on a superstar owner. Oh, okay. Who's a new billionaire owner. You have two brands that have not won shit if you look at it like in versus Lakers and versus the brand of the Yankees. Oh, yeah. No, they haven't accomplished a goddamn thing. They, if you want to look at other brands in the city, they haven't done anything. Back in the day, maybe like in the ABA or something, they did a little song. They haven't done shit. They haven't done anything as compared to Nets versus the Knicks. Even though Knicks haven't won shit, the Knicks still have been to uh, um, Eastern Conference Finals. And uh, they went to. I the, thought they won one of the NBA finals when Phil Jackson was playing. No, they did. But then, they, but when Ewing was playing, remember they went to the finals versus uh, the Rockets. No, they, uh, San Antonio. Oh yeah. So they've been. Um, the Nets haven't been to. A, Nets went to the finals with Jason Jason Kidd mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. But they have had and like Kerry Kittles and them. Yeah, they never won. A, they never won. They won a chip back with Kendall like, Gill. I think it was. The, 
they want to chip back with like um, Julius Irving back when he played yes. the ABA days. That's what I'm saying. Back in the ABA, they did something. So he never. I don't think they ever won an NBA championship. When you look at brands like the Nets and the Mets, adding on super players, do you think they'll ever be able to be shit? Or will they always be stuck underneath being the Nets? Oh, no, man. Because you know what? To Mets. be honest with you, like I, I kind of look at the Nets and the Mets in the same way that I look at like the Browns, mm-hmm. uh, the Jets. Yep. <laughs> um, who else is just historically bad? Maybe Jacksonville, even though they almost went to the Super Bowl twice already. Um. Just, just inept, bro. Just years and years of ineptitude. Just cannot figure. Marlins, out. right? Marlins, yes. They won. They won a World Series back in the gap, but they ain't been nowhere near it since. Um, okay. I say, I, I'm saying all of that to say, like, it's something to say for the ineptitude. Just like the, 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 the pattern of poor decision making, drafting, yeah. drafting poorly, overpaying players, keeping players on a team for too long. Um, not managing like free agents well. Yeah, like you see what I'm saying. Like it's a reason why those teams are surrounded in mediocrity, bro. You know, and it's from the top. Like they be yeah. so. That's why you do need a new billionaire owner. Said, that's why you do need star power. But even with star power, you still have to overcome the years and years and years of being I, on that bullshit. I wrote a joke that it takes twenty good moves to overcome one clown. Move. Exactly. So if you so if you start looking at the culture, you can fall in and out of winning, but I think you have to start with a consistent streak of winning. But it's hard. It takes like twenty good moves to overcome. I'm trying to tell you, one look one at the Browns. They good. used to be ass, and they like still just now are getting mediocre, bro. And they added a lot. Right. The Browns added a lot. Like they not sorry no more. Right. So imagine the Browns have like a off year next year. They might fuck around in, in their spirals, and they got another five bad off years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it could. It, could it fuck take around. a long time. It take a long time to get your team up there. So, you know, regardless of whether or not you have a superstar or not, bro, it's still a process, man. You would have to have KD for three or four seasons to turn the Nets all the way around. They're not gonna um, automatically go and beat Giannis and them if they if if Giannis come back. Yeah. Talking about making a comeback. There was a song that made it to the number one charts. It was, oh, shit. It was by, rest in peace, it was, but it was F. Down Trump is now the number one songs on iTunes. <laughs> rest in peace. striking from the dead on y'all ass. <laughs> from y'all the dead on you bitches. <laughs> Shout out them, man. I love them. Yes. Rest in peace, them. Bro, I was so shocked when I saw that on the gram. I was like, oh, no, man. Not Nip, man. Not Nip. That's how you found out? Yeah. I was on a date with a chick. Oh. And uh, I found out I was listening to... um. Racks in the middle, and I played that. That was my song of the week. I was playing that bitch back to back to back to back, and, yeah. and it was, I was playing it in the car while before I got on a date with this girl, and she ended up coming back to the crib because we was both sad about Nipsey Hussle. We were just sitting there. She was sad. Yeah, we, she was sad. So shout out to Nip, man. I think Dang. shout out to Nip because that, that was a fucking sad moment. I share. Who do you that think? Woman. Who do you think? Um, who do you think would be like the next figure like that? Like the next Nip. Or like the next, like um, shit. I don't know. Maybe like who you think like might be like the next little baby or something, or like you know, be able to do both, like have a political perspective, but then also be you know authentic in the hip hop game. Ti says Ti says that to me, but he's older. He's not that generation. So if you look at the generation below Nip, whoever is the first one to buy some shit up 
and have some shit on their own that's, yeah. that they actually own. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't know if anybody's opened up any studios recently. Because I think the younger generation, like the group that's right behind us, like they looking for somebody to fill the void that Nip was for us. You know what I'm saying? Like we had, like Nip gave us the blueprint. But now it's like in the generation that's right behind us, like they didn't really have Nip. But they also don't really have nobody in the current generation that they yeah. just look at like, you know, as far as putting them on maybe, shit. Maybe Young Thug. I would say Young Maybe Thug. Thug, yeah. it, Thug needs to get some physical property. I think if he starts owning some studios and some shit, I think he, yeah, I think we see Thug do it. But nobody, I feel like, really has stepped out there and bought some buildings and shit like that. Like I need to see right. somebody like in that younger generation go out. I know Thug's been good putting artists on. Yeah, Baby's putting artists on. I need to see the the. The actual what Nip was doing was buy, he bought a uh, what you call it? He, he had a whole a block. storefront. Boy. Yeah, he had a whole storefront. He bought the block. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Nip. Rest in peace to King Von. Rest in peace to Sauce Pack. Rest in peace to Mo Three. Damn man, Mo Three. Mo Three was again. I found out about that this morning. I was like, oh damn. Saw Mo Three in Alabama, and I was crying at that time. I saw him like a year ago. He has a song, "Everybody Ain't Your Friend." Black yeah. on three, play that shit. That shit is my song. Man. Um, King Von. I know the Doe who did this um story to tell beat. Mm-hmm. That's my engineer back from Ultra League Radio, right up the right up this corner. I sh- you should meet Doe. I think he's from Chicago. Yeah, I'm probably should. Yeah, Do, but Doe made that beat, and um, so I knew that. I knew it's kind of it's funny how you kind of intermingle with these people. And, shot, and rest in peace to Big Bags too, man. Bags passed away too. Yeah, we been, talked about that too. I think. Yeah, man, Bags, my guy. Bags was somebody you can check on my um, IG. I did some videos for uh, for him. But we got Ultra League Studios in here that's tuned in. Shout out to everybody tuning in, man. Rest hey, in shout peace. out to everybody tuning in, man. Throw a gate up in the chat, man. Throw, throw a gate some, in the chat, bro. Throw some clouds if you're from the Windy. If you're from the crib, man. Throw some wind if you're from the crib, boy. Yes, sir. So we want to say rest in peace to those, those young men. Yeah, I feel like man. Is, there, is there anything that we can add to the conversation about that? Um, just as far as like young folks passing away too soon, I'm gonna say this, man. And you know, I try, I I be trying to understand both sides because it's like on one hand you gotta know that if you know like if that's your lifestyle and you gonna glorify it, that somebody gonna try you. Like you know that that come with anything. Like if you gonna gloat, if you gonna brag and boast, somebody gonna test your chin. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like. Like, why the fuck y'all hating so much, bro? Like, why? What is all the hate about? Like, if one thing we learn from the hip-hop scene in Atlanta is that if we all come together, bro, it's so much opportunity and so much shit out here for us to do, man. We can all get on. But for I, don't condone, I, I don't condone violence. I don't condone that at, shit at, at all. all. I don't give. I don't, I don't condone any types of violence for anybody, man. It's in last, A lot of times... People make these choices and and haste, not realizing this is yeah. it. This is the end. You never come back. Because motherfuckers we're never be going hating to, on each other and shit. Stop doing that shit. Never going to have another Mo three moment, bro. I'm yeah. never I'm never going to get that moment where I can. Bro, when the video that, the video from this morning, man, when he was singing in the kitchen and shit, bro. Yes, that's my nigga, bro. Crazy as a motherfucker. Man. Yes, bro. We ain't gonna never hear that song. You know, nothing gonna, like it again. Never again. Gone forever, <laughs> and, and it's and we got God. Gave us th- this technology so that we can um, enjoy it 
one more time. We can play it again, right? Yeah, thank God for that. You thank know God that we can play it over. Hundred years over. ago, we wouldn't have had this. Right? We wouldn't have had it, man. The right. motherfucker was gone. He just was gone. Gone forever. And it's like nowadays. That's why I be saying what I'm saying, man. You know, stop all of that, that hate, man, that anger, that vitriol, that that just bitter ass shit, bro. Because it's you could get it, man. It's enough space out here for us all to spread out, bro. We can. We don't have to be on top of each other competing for crumbs no more. Absolutely. You you know, and, and but then on the flip side of that, man, you gotta know that that beef shit, that shit travel, bro. Like period. You know, so if you're gonna be outside and, and that's your thing to do, you know what I'm saying? You gotta know that that shit gonna come to you, nigga. That shit gonna come to you. To your front door. To your front door, bro. And and that's what's so sad about it, man. That rather than us make good music, get money. And, and, you know, start businesses and just be bountiful and multiply and shit. Niggas want to take another nigga off and shit. All on some hating shit, bro. Hating. Too sad, man. Rest in peace to those young boys, bro. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Sauce Pack. Rest in peace to Sauce Pack. I, um, don't want, I don't want to speak too much on the situation, but I, I just want everybody to be healthy mentally. What did Deion say? Deion said something today. I think that was, was a good... Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. See, we was talking about having sports niggas. I told you, sports niggas be having. I told you, man. Sports are inter- intertwined in, in just the American experience in general, bro. You're not a. If you've been living in America your whole life, you have some very memorable, notable sports moments that you could refer to that that you feel like might have galvanized us as a country or brought us closer together. You know. Mm-hmm. And and that's the power of sports, man, because it's the one thing where race don't matter, money, what you know, background don't matter. All we want to do is compete and win a fucking game. And it we gonna do it at all costs, whether it's all black, all white, or a mix of the both, or whoever else wanna play. Like, man, that's the one thing that we need to be coming over. You're using the most as far as like coming together as a country and, and trying to eliminate some of this bullshit that been going on. Quote from Coach Prime, we must stop killing one another physically, mentally, psychologically, financially, verbally, racially, and knowingly. Enough is enough. When was the last time you truly spoke life into somebody or resuscitated someone just because it was the right thing to do? Come on, y'all. True. Breathe life. Right. Speak life. it's, it's, it's It's so easy to kill. It's so easy, like what Meeks. I, I feel like Meek said this a while ago. It's easy to pop your gun and hurt some niggas. Yeah. It's hard to get your mama a house. It's hard to get your niggas a house. Hell yeah. It's hard to get your homie a job. Right. It's hard to get a car. It's hard to get an apartment in your name. Hell yeah. It's easy as fuck to kill somebody. Right. Do something that's going to be adding on this this shit, bro. It be it's so it's, crazy. It's, it's hard. It's easier to start a beef than to end one, bro. Man, it, it, do the it, hard thing though. Bro, the crazy part about it is that, you know, the one thing that's the most alarming about it to me is how prevalent it is. Like, every black man I run into could speak to an experience like this, where maybe it was somebody young in the community and they were successful at something at an early age and they ended up dying tragically. Or everybody in the hood got a police brutality or, or, or you know, some racial profiling story that they could tell, you know? So the prevalence of this shit is what's blowing me, bro. It's so prevalent. Every black man I run into has an experience like that. And for me, 
for us to be out here killing each other on some beef shit, on some hating ass shit, that just get him more ammunition to be like, see, this is why we treat y'all with the way the fuck we do. Cause y'all, you know what I'm saying? Cause y'all out here doing shit. So this, so this is, um, I don't want to end on that topic. Just oh, comment no. just from you, T Money. T Money, I want to thank you for being a part of the Heartland Hip Hop Podcast. Hallelujah. What do you got to say? What do you got to say to the people? Man, tonight? last thing I'm gonna leave y'all with, man, is you know, take a look at where you at right now. Take a look at where you need to be. And no one understand that it's going to get messy at some point. It's going to come to a point, just like when you clean your room. When you first walk in, it's bullshit everywhere. Then little by little, you start picking up piece by piece by piece, and it start coming together. But then it gets to a point where it's shit everywhere. That part where it's shit everywhere, and you got all of this in between you and where you're trying to go, you got to keep moving. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Talking about keeping moving, we got a lot of things that we got moving. I'm hosting. I'm doing a party this weekend. Smoking chills. Gonna be smoking on Saturday. Chill. Pull up. Pull I'm, up. Pull up. Then I'm going to the Wusa Lee video shoot. Wusa Lee. I need to pull up. Then Monday is going to be the Heartland Hip Hop Music Review on Highly Unique Radio. Boom. Then I got um, a week, December 12th. We got a party, and I'm thinking about doing party. Um, I think about doing Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving. Mm. Um. Uh, Friendsgiving is the move this year. I feel like Saturday, Saturday Friendsgiving. Yeah, because I mean, if you got to get Corona, at least let it be from one of your niggas. Yeah, we. I think we're gonna do Saturday Friendsgiving. Yeah. Let it be one of the boys. Free to perform. Down. Free to perform. We're gonna end up doing it. We're gonna do it big. So stay tuned. Do it real for Friendsgiving. This is your man BDD Dollars, the AKA the baddest yellow boy. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to Heartland Hip Hop. May all your pain be champagne. May all your tears be tears of joy. Hey. And we out. We out.